Are you lonesome tonight? Do you miss me tonight? Are you sorry we drifted apart? Does your memory... We're back. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us again on Significant Lovers. This is a really fun episode. We're going back to the 2000s. But before we begin, yep. I am Mel. And I'm Kel. <laughs> we are two cousins. And yep. And we're so happy to be here. We podcast about true love stories for anyone who feels like love comes easiest to anyone else. This is not our mm. own word. Someone else came up with this. This is the podcast <laughs> for you because it doesn't, even for the rich and famous, relationships are really hard. They are. It's true. And even the one we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. These beautiful, gorgeous, young starlets from the early 2000s, even they had to deal with hardship <laughs> and uncertainty. But yeah, this is our 70th episode. Wow. Oh my God. I know. Can't believe we're here. Oh my gosh, it's flown by. I feel like I've been, I don't know why, I've been waiting for the 70s. I knew we were going to make it, and I I just felt like that was going to be when we were like really in the swing of things. Yeah. I don't know. Wow, we've covered so many couples. I know. Are I we? still remember all the episodes at this point. Me too. I mean, someday oh no. we might start to forget. No, the other day, though, I was like, huh, I kind of want to cover, don't be offended, but I was like, I kind of want to cover the Obamas. And then I was like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> We've already done that. <laughs> okay. At least you remembered right after. <laughs> no, I remembered right after. But hey, it's a compliment because that was such a good episode. So anyway, anyway, today's episode is something I'm really excited about, and I do think it's going to be a long one. So, Mel, if you have to go to the bathroom at some point or something, let me know. <laughs> but but before we get into the episode, you know, on the podcast, we've talked a lot about how mental health can affect relationships. And mm-hmm. we recently learned of an organization that is doing a lot of important work to combat OCD in relationships. Yeah, it's called No CD, and, you know, OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. If you imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away, that's relationship OCD, which I feel like is a less known about type of OCD, mm-hmm. but it comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. And breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. You can go to NoCD, so that's N-O-C-D dot com to get evidence-based treatment. And on NoCD, you can book a call with a face-to-face licensed therapist. And NoCD is sponsored by most insurance companies. So, yeah, it's a really cool organization that I feel like is pretty relevant to our show And anybody that's struggling with a breakup, if you know someone, a loved one that is maybe having issues with relationship OCD, then you should tell them about NoCD. Yeah, we're going back to the early 2000s to talk about Adam Brody and Rachel Bilson. Oh, what a beautiful couple. From the TV show The O.C., and I wanted to set the stage for this time period. I mean, we've talked about it before, but... 
I don't know. I just wanted to set the scene. And so I asked our patrons on Patreon, what's the first piece of pop culture you think of when you hear early 2000s? Because this is, you know, where Adam and Rachel were living at the time (laughs) where their story takes place. And I want to read some of them. And I feel like this is actually good ideas for our show just to hear what people say. We got a lot of responses. Like, holy crap, I think this is the most I've ever seen from these questions we've done. But Zoe said Justin and Brittany's matching denim, full denim fits. Sarah said Perez Hilton. Sunny said the toxic music video, Britney Spears. Carrie said Avril Lavigne. Layla said Britney Spears everything. Lo said Britney Spears. Claire said Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Megan said I'm a slave for you, Britney Spears music video. Yeah, Britney Spears for sure. Yeah. Is the early 2000s. Britney, I think this is my friend from real life, Britney, said iPods and George W. Bush getting a shoe thrown at him. <laughs> <laughs> Jane said Brangelina, we've covered them. The Simple Life, Livestrong Bracelets, Britney Kissing Madonna, yes. Muna, Muna had a really nice description, said silver and white eyeliner with a lot of metallic trimming on clothes, also neon see-through inflatables. True. Chairs, phones, I guess those are the see-through neon things. Also bedazzling all our iPods and phones. Jane said, also said the Delia's catalog. Yes. I loved the Delia's. I loved Delia's. Does that still exist? No. I don't yeah, think so. Sad. But then again, I stopped going, so yeah. <laughs> I probably contributed contributed to their demise. Well, I'm maybe sorry. you stopped going because um, they disappeared. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe that's why. The Lindsay Lohan, Hillary Duff, Aaron Carter, Love Triangle... Suggested by Maureen, but she also said Frankie Muniz. Mm. The dump. I don't know if I can read all of these. Oh, wait, we're almost at the end. Maggie Licious said the dump him shirt, the party girl era, Brangelina, reality shows. Guys, I said one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Low rise jeans, flats, any Britney VMA performance, side bangs in MySpace. The pick of Justin and Britney in all denim. Yes, Britney. Victoria said genie in a bottle. Wow, a lot of responses. And Yannick, I know, this is a lot. And Yannicka said for sure Britney Spears, but also speaking from a perspective from someone living in Germany, the music musician Ben with his song Engel. I hope I'm saying that right. I still love it so much. I'll have to look that up. And all the weird shows on MTV like Next, Date My Mom, Exposed, I Love New York, The Simple Life. You name it, I watched I watched it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Do you remember being at Grandpa's house and watching MTV in the den? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I do. I, I used to watch all those trashy shows like Next and... Yeah, I parental, parental control. control. <laughs> yeah. I was just talking about that the other day with my friend Sarah. Oh, man. My Super Sweet 16. Yeah. I loved that. Sweet 16. Wow, Cribs. Yeah. Yeah. We loved, in the 2000s, Hilary Duff and Avril Lavigne. I know. JoJo. Nobody said the OC, so maybe I should just pack it up and... <laughs> I think of, like, early Not Degrassi. <laughs> yeah, true. So early 2000s. But yeah. I know. The next gen. But yeah, this researching this episode really brought me back... 
My friends and I watched The O.C. in high school. It's so we were a little too young to watch this show because it was on in 2003 mm-hmm. and I was in third grade. But I watched it in high school on DVD box set and I'm going to get into the facts and everything. But I just remembered like I just unlocked a memory. My friend Maddie and I at lunch because the cafeteria was so loud. Mm-hmm. We everyone talking whatever we didn't think anybody would hear us so we would just at the top of our lungs belt the oc theme song which is like california california and then we would scream the here we come like at the top of our lungs and my friend our other friends would get so embarrassed and be like (laughs) what are you doing stop it We did it all the time. That's so funny. Yeah. California. So, yeah, the OC, it only ran for four seasons. Most people agree that at least one or two of those seasons were not good at all. Mm. And even the creators of the show admit it. Wow. But it was still a hugely influential show. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of shows like that, like Freaks and Geeks and My So-Called Life. Like, they don't run that long, but they still make a big splash in yeah <laughs> pop culture and the oc it was notable for a couple of reasons like first of all that area orange county was just called oc before and then after the show people started calling it the oc oh just crazy i know it was the first show maybe one, i don't know if it was the very first but first show to like really incorporate music specifically like music by lesser known bands and indie musicians and it had the same that you know music supervisor we've talked about mm-hmm. Alex Patsavas who did Grey's Anatomy and Gossip Girl Twilight and really made like a TV show a place to discover music which was like such a thing i think in the 2000s and 2010s and even still i think I feel like it kind of started here and also after the OC it inspired shows like Real Housewives of OC Laguna Beach and then The Hills because the OC has these characters like Seth Cohen who's played by Adam Brody who's like this hipster nerd guy but then it also has like the opposite with these glitzy housewives so I, I don't know just feel like it was an influential show and I'm excited to be revisiting it to talk about their, the stars that dated Adam Brody and Rachel Bilson. I'm excited to hear <laughs> it. I never watched the OC all the way through, but I've seen enough episodes to get the gist of it. And, like, I know their characters yeah. from the show. I really like Rachel Bilson. I, you know, kind of had a guilty pleasure for her show, The Heart of Dixie. I thought it was so mm-hmm. cute. And she's just adorable. And I... Oh, she my is. gosh. Adam Brody. I fell <laughs> in love with his character, who is a short-lived character, but on Gilmore Girls. And I, honestly, I'm a little yeah. mad at the OC because they took him away from Gilmore Girls. I know. And his character was just probably the best guy on the show. But um, Oh. I watched a bunch of clips, maybe not all of his scenes, but I watched a lot of his scenes on YouTube to see what he was like on Gilmore Girls. And he did seem pretty similar to Seth, actually. Yeah. (laughs) How did they write him off, though? Spoiler. Uh, That he, like, went to college across the country. So did him and what was, who was he dating? He dated Lane and they just had such a cute relationship. They broke up. So did they break up? Yeah. Broke up, like, (laughs) off screen. 
And it was just so upsetting because they had such a good build-up to their relationship. He literally, um, her mother on the show was really super Christian and really strict. So Mm -hmm. he would perform, like, Christian music at all their family functions. And was That's sad. Weren't we talking about this in our group message the other day about how TV's so imperfect that way like the actors can just influence the story like if they leave or i know it stinks that become pregnant or something they need more like ironclad contracts with actors (laughs) 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 we need to lock them in there yeah (laughs) i know that will come up later in the episode for sure and i'm definitely going to talk a lot about the oc i hope that's okay but they dated just during the oc like within the show they didn't date after or anything oh, so wow. i know so it's really entrenched in that but i wanted to do something kind of weird we don't usually do this but i wanted to play a clip from the show that has rachel bilson and adam brody in it as their characters seth cohen and summer roberts i know usually we just have like interviews of the real people obviously they're acting here so this isn't who they are but i just want to show like how they were and why people loved them so this is, again, if you like, if you think you're going to watch it and that if season one stuff is like a spoiler to you, then maybe fast forward a couple minutes. But this takes place in season one after Seth and Summer have slept together for the first time. And I don't even think they're like officially boyfriend and girlfriend or anything, but they, that happened and then they talk about it. And this is the second clip I sent you, Mel. Cohen? Summer? Hey, um... Hey. No. The other night... When we... Had sex? Yeah. You weren't the only virgin in the room. There's someone else in the room? Like, like, filming us? Me, jackass! I'm a virgin. Or I... Was a virgin. Why didn't you tell me? I don't know what. I guess I felt like I had this reputation to uphold, and I figured you'd think less of me or something. No. Are you kidding? Not at all. I'm just, I'm shocked. God, never in a million years did I think that you, of all people, not that. That is not what's important here. This was a huge moment in both our lives. We just blew past it. Really, really quickly. Hey, not that quickly. Pretty quickly, yes. And it was a big deal. I think that it should have been special. And we rushed it. What if we were to slow it down a little bit? Maybe, um, start from the beginning. What do you mean? Cheesy, Cohen. Come on. I'm sweeping you off your feet. Well, the sad part is you kind of are. That was so cute. (laughs) 
I don't <sighs> how old are they supposed to be? Like I never get these teen shows where they're embarrassed about being a virgin. Like when would you have lost your virginity? I when know you were 13, 14? I know. This is the age I, when you're they're sub- supposed to be or not the age when you're supposed to, but I know. Like, I think okay, I think they're supposed to be juniors, but then a really weird thing happens where season two you think that they would have been ending high school but then they don't and then season three they're still in high school so then retroactively you think that season one maybe they were sophomores oh they always do that on tv <laughs> which shows. makes no sense i know like that 70s show there's like seven seasons and yeah. there's like a thanksgiving episode and christmas episode every season <laughs> But the show starts in yeah. like 1976 or something. So how did this take place over four years? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. See, TV, it's just a mess sometimes. It is. Like, they just can't keep it together. There's like too many people working on it. Yeah. It's not perfect. Too much personnel yeah. changes. Yeah. I, I, it's always bugged me with a lot of like CW type of shows mm. that it almost seems like in the later seasons, it sometimes seems like the staff writers didn't watch the earlier episodes or something i know i feel like they, they really should hold themselves to a higher standard like if you set a rule in a tv show <laughs> i think you have to stick to it like how they changed uncle jesse's last name mm-hmm. in full house you can't do that oh my god stick to the rules that you established they have to there should be like a book somewhere in the writer's room yeah exactly has, like, okay everybody's family like yeah how What's their mom's name? You know, like, we need to remember everybody's details because it's so annoying how they get it wrong. This is a good question that uh, we should ask the on- audience. Like, what are TV continuity errors or things that yeah. have always bothered you from a TV show? Like, yeah, not to go back to that 70s show, but in the early seasons, Donna had a sister. And then later on, she's an only child. Just so... Yeah. I hate when shows. Well, that's an like issue that. on the OC. On the OC as well, Adam's character Seth, his mom, the dates, and mom and dad, the dates of like how old they are make absolutely no sense. Like she, she supposedly like went to school and did all this, but then she has her fortieth birthday. So then it's like, wait a second, what? how is she like the mother of an eighteen-year-old? Like it just, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, that makes no sense. So. And she would have had to be a teen mom. Yeah. Shows always do so, that. There's a lot of errors. Teen shows always do that. I know. They want their parents to be really young for some reason. <laughs> I remember in Hannah Montana, uh, Billy Ray, his character turned 40 in one episode. Like, what? He's been in his 30s this whole time? <laughs> I know. I'm raising a teenage pop star? I don't think so. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we should ask people that because drives me crazy and i'm sure people will point out ones that i've never even thought of that's seth and summer but those aren't real people who is rachel bilson and adam brody if i had to describe this couple in three words i chose california Hmm. have to jealous oh and domestic (gasps) okay i I put the dark one in the middle this time (laughs) Okay, Rachel Bilson. Rachel Sarah Bilson. As we said, she's known for playing Summer on the OC and Heart of Dixie and a couple other films and TV projects. She, in case you have no idea what she looks like, she's a short brunette with brown eyes. She is pretty upbeat, seems silly. She's seemingly forgetful person. She's into fashion, but she also seems pretty down to earth to me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's a correct assessment, but that's just what I'm 
getting. She was born August 25th, 1981 in Los Angeles. She is the daughter of Janice Stango, a therapist, and her father, Danny Bilson, a film writer, director, and producer. Oh, Nepo baby. Yep, she's in the bit. I mean, he's in the business, and it's funny. He actually created the 1990 TV show The Flash, which is based on the DV- DC comics, and he's also written some comic books, which is so such a coincidence because Seth Cohen, her love interest, and Adam Brody's character on the OC is a huge comic book nerd. So it's just interesting that her dad seemingly is a comic book nerd too. Mm. And her dad has also written scripts for video games. And guess what? What? He helped create The Sims. <gasps> I knew you were gonna say that as soon as you said what. <laughs> Oh, my God. Because that's, like, the only video game we ever played. Yeah, that that is, besides, like, Mario Kart. But The Sims, I have been in such a mood to play The Sims lately. Oh, me too. That's such a sign. Well, you know I never got The Sims 4, but recently I've been considering it. Well, but when is I, the Sims God knows, I don't even have time for that. But. I know, that's the thing. It's I like, know. When I get into The Sims, I don't just play a little. I have to play all night long. <laughs> I have to play until I nearly <laughs> pee my pants because I'm too lazy to get up. I know. <laughs> it takes over your life. Next thing I know, it's t- yeah. 3 a.m. and I'm still playing it. <laughs> uh, I think he only helped with Sims 1, but... We played it, you know, we we did it. Oh That's my. an early 2000s oh, thing. Yeah, what an influence on our lives. I know. Thank you, Danny Bilson. Yeah. And guess what? His father was a director. Oh, wow. And he directed shows like Bewitched and Get Smart. So Get Smart. So she's a third generation Hollywood professional. <laughs> we should make that a um part of our drinking game. Take a drink yeah. every time someone Yes. Someone's parents is in the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, they all still had to work hard, I think. But, you know, they definitely had connections Yeah, that other people don't. They say the hardest part is getting your foot in the door, so. Yeah. Yep. They do. She has an older brother. Her mother is Catholic and her father's Jewish. So she grew up in a Chrismica household, mm-hmm. just like the O.C., Mm-hmm. And Rachel's parents got divorced when she was nine years old, and her dad remarried seven years later and had two more daughters with his second wife, so she has two younger sisters, too. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I feel creepy. Like, if she listened to this, I'd feel so creepy being like, yeah, but you got remarried seven years later. <laughs> I know all of this. Um, <laughs> I just looked at his Wikipedia and saw, like, when he married the other wife. Mm-hmm. But, um... I read in a news article that when Rachel was 16, she was apparently hanging out with the wrong crowd and an unsuitable boyfriend, and she was in a horrific car accident with her friends and boyfriend. She said, I was with my girlfriend and these two guys driving down the Pacific Coast Highway. We were going really fast, and we were involved in a head-on collision with a truck. We were in a tiny car, and it was a pretty bad crash. They had to cut us out, and I was in a coma for a few days. (gasps) Yeah, the crash ended that relationship, which is a good thing. Oh, my God. That is awful. I know. I couldn't believe she's that. She's lucky that she's here. I know. Seriously. That's amazing she and survived I've, that. Yeah. I've read that because of her injury and the coma that she has kind of memory problems. Mm, um, which would explain a lot because... 
Okay, in the present day, in the recent present time, she and her co-star from the OC, Melinda Clark, they created a OC rewatch podcast mm. called Welcome to the OC, Bitches, and I listened to it, and Rachel doesn't remember anything from the OC, oh like pretty much nothing. <laughs> like every time they talk about an episode, she, she, it's kind of, I feel bad, like she had this car accident, like it seems like it's a real problem but it's a little frustrating as a listener because you want to hear about you know behind the scenes stories and she just doesn't remember anything oh my gosh i feel like that i know that would be kind she, of sad to like, forget such i know huge chunks of your life especially when you're in your young 20s yeah i wish that she mentioned it on the podcast because i didn't know that when i was listening to the podcast i was a little bit like geez does she just not care? Like, why doesn't she remember anything? But yeah, that would explain. I think it's some probably things. because of that. Yeah. Wow, that must be so um, weird. Does she remember like the feelings? She, I mean, she does remember some things, yeah. and it seems like she remember. Okay, this is me just, this is me speculating and analyzing, but she seems to remember a lot of things with Adam Brody. So mm. I feel like it's just the emotional things she remembers, and then yeah. it seems like. The work she doesn't remember yeah. that well. <laughs> Which makes sense. I mean, honestly, um, I can't, I don't remember things from like my retail job 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Less, That's true. Less significant. I know. But if I couldn't take you back to like a day when I had a certain task or something and I had to do it, like, yeah. When you, we were an actor, like, and in a way, it's kind of just your job. Yeah. And TV, especially these network TV shows of the early 2000s, they had so many episodes. Yeah. They were working every day for most of the year. Like, I can understand why you wouldn't remember specific days, Mm because I think it would all just blur together. Yeah, exactly. During high school, she did theater. Rami Malek actually went to her school and acted with her, and they were friends. Oh, wow. And it's kind of funny, because in the present, she's talked about this. Uh, she apparently posted an old picture of her and Rami Malek on Instagram, and he asked her to take it down. (gasps) What? Why? I don't I think he just didn't like how he looked or something. Wait. <laughs> I okay, I feel like I would never do that. Like people have tagged me in hideous photos before. I would still never say, "Can you please remove this?" because if someone did that to I me, I would like be mortified. I don't know. I know, I would like cry. <laughs> I would feel so bad cuz it's like I'm posting it because I'm so proud of the fact that I know you. And you want me yeah. to remove it? I know. Wow, that's kind of vain of him. I know. I'm sure the picture's still online. I kind of want to look it up. Yeah, I bet it that's is. That's funny. So she told people um, that? Yeah. I don't know That's why. so funny. Yeah, it's, hey. She it's, has, like, kind of a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Oh, I guess he was uh, a little Because, chub- like, also on... He was a little chubby oh, back then. Oh, he's chubby. Yeah. Oh... But hey, come on. Do you think she, I didn't even look at the picture. Do you think it's okay or do you think like she should have known better? No, I mean he's chubby in like a cute way. It's just he's younger. He looks honestly yeah, very I mean, different. Maybe he didn't want people to know that he used to be a little chubby. Maybe. But who cares? Like come on. I know. Before the OC, she attended community college in San Diego while pursuing acting, but she only did a semester. Take yeah. a drink. Take a drink. <laughs> she appeared in several commercials and had one episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and was on the show Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. 
So just a couple little things. And then she landed the role of the bitchy, popular high school girl, Summer Roberts, on The O.C., which first aired in 2003. Her character was initially just supposed to be a supporting role. I think in the first episode, she only has, like, two lines or something. But then she became a series regular as her romance with Seth Cohen, played by Adam Brody, became a significant plot. Okay, who's Adam Brody? Ugh, guys, he has always been one of my celebrity crushes so much. I hope my boyfriend isn't listening to this. <laughs> ah, um, Adam Jared Brody is his full name. He's on the OC, but he's also been in things like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, In the Land of Women. Mel, I feel like we need to watch that someday. Yeah, I thought I you mean, have seen it. It's... I have, but it was, I was like in middle school or something, oh, yeah. like, or high school. It was like a wicked long time ago. Kristen Stewart and Meg Ryan, that's, and Adam Brody, that's like perfect for us. I know. It's crazy. Jennifer's Body, he was also recently in Promising Young Woman, and he's on the show Fleshman is in Trouble, which I've heard is good. And so, yeah, you guys might have seen him around. Um, he's <laughs> also been in several bands and writes screenplays and songs in his free time. Adam is a very smart, Alec, wise guy type of guy, mm. and he definitely brought a lot of that to Seth. He's a fast talker, and he's very quick to make a joke. And sort of unlike Seth, though, at least when he was young, I'm not sure if he's like this still, but he was very confident and self-assured oh. in his early 20s. Yeah, and I think today he seems a little more subdued and kind of embarrassed about his past self, but... Mm. Yeah, he seems very confident. I mean, he's such and he likes, a good-looking guy. I can see why he's I know. confident. Yeah, but he's he's really not this, like, meek, shy, nervous mm. guy you would think because of Seth Cohen. Um, and he seems like, a, at least at this time period, he seemed really cool, like, almost too cool, like, intimidating. Uh, yeah. You know, like, he knows all the obscure bands and movies and he's really confident and makes jokes and I don't know. <laughs> that's that's Adam Brody. He was born December 15th, 1979 in San Diego, California. His mother, Valerie, was a graphic artist and his dad, Mark Allen Brody, was an attorney. And he has two younger brothers, Sean and Matthew. Mel has a brother, Sean. Mm-hmm. His family's Jewish which is like Seth Cohen and Rachel, half-Jewish. And he had a bar mitzvah, apparently, but against his will. And in school, I guess Adam received poor grades and was just really into surfing. Surfing was, like, his life. And it's funny. I listened to an episode on Podcrushed. This was, like, a month or two ago. Penn Badgley's podcast. And he had Adam Brody on. And it was kind of crazy because they were like, I feel like we're the same person because <laughs> Penn Badgley was on Gossip Girl. And that's created by the same people that created the OC. Mm-hmm. And both Seth and Penn's character. Okay, all the names are confusing me. <laughs> mm-hmm. The character Seth Cohen and the character Dan Humphrey, they yeah. are kind of similar. They're like bookish, shy, nerdy, whatever. And... They were just like, it's crazy to be talking to you. Like, I feel like we're the same person. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They said they're both versions of Josh Schwartz, like the TV creator. And, okay, then it gets crazier because Dan... (laughs) Okay, the names are confusing me. 
<laughs> Penn Badgley's <laughs> dated. <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying. <laughs> Penn Badgley dated <laughs> Blair Waldorf. Well, character Blair, played by Leighton Meester, who's now married to Adam Brody. Mm, yes, dated. And she was Penn's like the character. bitchy girl. Yeah, she was the bitchy girl, which is kind of like Rachel's character. Yeah, he. Like, the alternate universe... He basically married the alternate universe girl of his own show. Yeah, literally. Like the New York version. The New York version of his show. <laughs> okay, that was, like, hard to get out. <laughs> yeah, but on that podcast, Adam was talking about, for whatever reason, he went to kind of a bad high school hmm. or bad middle school. And that there were a lot... There's a lot of violence and fighting and that one of his friends actually died in high school oh i think God. from an overdose and just sounds like he was in kind of a like skins euphoria type of like kind of scary situations it just sounded like he was kind of scared and there was a lot of people being beaten up and i, I don't know why but wow. that was like what he described as his youth but also having fun surfing. And I don't know, it just seems like he wasn't, like, taking school that seriously or mm-hmm. anything. Just like Rachel, he he attended community college. He did it for one year, and then he dropped out at age 19, and he moved to Hollywood to become an actor. And in Hollywood, he worked as a blockbuster video clerk. Oh. He had a couple small roles, and then he had a reoccurring role in Gr- Gilmore Girls, as we said. And then in 2003, he was cast... In his breakout role as Seth Cohen on The O.C., and there's been a lot of talk about how when he auditioned, he came in and he was supposed to audition for Seth, but he read for Ryan, the other male lead, and then he, like, ad-libbed his lines and was obnoxious and disrespectful to the writing, and Josh Schwartz, the creator, was, like, pissed and didn't like him and thought he was arrogant, but then the casting director, for some reason, really liked him and brought him back, and this time he actually read his lines, and then the creators, like Josh and Stephanie Savage, thought he was amazing and cast him. So right from the beginning, he was, like, a little bit of a know-it-all yeah. and smart Alec. And from the beginning, too, he was skeptical about being on a high school show because he was already in his early 20s, mm-hmm. but he thought the script was good, so he signed on to the OC, and that's where he met Rachel Bilson. The but met. Yeah? Apparently they already knew each other. Uh, is that a drink? <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but we could make it one. <laughs> How did they know each other? They already knew each other. So my sister Shannon got this book for Christmas called Welcome to the OC, The Oral History, and I skimmed wow. through it and just took pictures of everything that I thought was relevant. <laughs> and so I got this from this book. Rachel said, I knew Brody before because he had casually dated one of my friends. <sighs> casually. I think I thought he was cute and funny, but he was dating my friend and he was around. And I don't know if I thought much beyond that. I was dating someone when we started the show. So it wasn't immediately, oh, I like this guy. That grew into itself. But I always thought he was cool and funny. I just thought he was a little bit of a dick at times. But that's just his sense of humor before I really knew him. And then I realized that that was just his charm. Wow. Yeah. That is interesting. I mean, she she emphasizes, like, casually. Casually, yeah. I I take her at her word. I mean, I have some friends who have dated people, and it's like, they don't even really remember them, and it's no big deal. Yeah. Depends. Depends on how much it meant to the friend. Yeah. 
I know. I'm so curious now. I you, one time, you never know. The friend yeah. might have been like, it's fine. Or the friend might have been like, what the fuck? I one time went on two <laughs> dates with a guy. This might sound terrible. And I didn't really feel a connection. But I was like, oh, kind of could picture him with my friend. And so I like oh. rejected him. But I said, you know what? I actually think he'd be a great match for one of my best friends. And I set them up and they went on a couple dates. Didn't go anywhere, but... Like it was like. Why hey. would that be bad? That that's awesome. I, is it? I yeah, think that's what you should do. Yeah, I, I know exactly. It's, I was like, you know, you're a really great guy. I think, like, honestly, I could picture you dating one of my good friends. You seem to have a wow. Lot I think so some nice people. I think some people might take that offensive. Like they're like, no, I want to date you. You must really not like mm. me if you're trying to set me up. But it should be a compliment mm-hmm. if you think someone's good enough to date your friend. Yeah. No, I feel like I've read that. I don't know, advice in magazines before or something where they're like, set them up with your friend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I feel know. Like maybe that was the deal <laughs> with, I mean, obviously they would have gotten the chance to get to know each other really well playing love interest on mm-hmm. a TV show. And if your friend just, you know, went on a couple dates with him a couple, like a couple years ago, yeah. he really cares, especially if they're totally moved on. But yeah, maybe the friend was like, go for it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. And um, so she was talking about how he was kind of a dick, but that's just his sense of humor. And apparently before they really knew each other, because on, you know, at the beginning of the show, she w- she was a minor character. She, she only had a couple lines. Adam joked to her on, on the set, well, you're lower on the totem pole than me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and... I know, which, like, technically, yeah, that is true, but yeah. people usually don't say stuff like that. Yeah. So that's just an example of his sense of humor. And it's kind of weird. There's actually, it's it was, like, a known thing that Adam had this joking, asshole way about him, but it was just a joke. Mm. And as a promotion for the show, they did, like, this segment on MTV about the OC, and there's this segment that's just about Adam Brody and how he's a dick and I'm going to play a clip glamorous and I'm um, just a regular jeans and a t-shirt kind of guy. ow I think he's about ready to leave hey I'll call you girls later alright good times once Adam arrives to work on his scooter he gets a shave some makeup and then deals with wardrobe problems I like it, but it's a little, it's a little pokey in the neck, and I don't know if that, if we can do something with that. Hey, Adam, hey. I got you your child. Oh, awesome! Thanks a lot. I ordered a grand. The man knows what he wants, and apparently he doesn't like being interrupted while he's trying to get it. You know what I'd do if like you didn't have a boyfriend, or even if you did and you didn't want to tell him? I told you that I don't think that's I know, a good that's idea. Hey, uh, Adam, can hey. I talk to you? Can I? We check your marks over here, please. Yeah, dude, check this, Toby. <laughs> Well, it can't all be fun and games. He had to take a break to rehearse a scene with Rachel Bilson. You were extorting the county, exposing the company to Ooh, huge debt. No, is that how you're going to do it? No, that's fine. Why I just, is that not okay? No, 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 it's good. It's good. It's, it's getting there. I just didn't know. Okay, great. Okay. Now I know. Let's do it again. Okay, you were extorting the county, exposing the company. There's just this what? thing you're doing with your eye. What? And it's, it's just, it's fine, but it's just, it looks a little lazy. Come okay. on, America's watching. Get in the game. All right, let's go again. You were extorting the county. Uh, exposing the company. I'm good, thanks. But every day must come to an end, and Adam does it with style. I says, it's not a cow, that's a chicken. 
Anyways, I hope I didn't bore you guys too much. I hope you had a good time. I hope it wasn't too anticlimactic. And uh, thanks for checking us out. I feel like I knew a lot of guys like him in high school who were just a ham and always... Yeah. Yeah, um, a lot of those things were visual, but the chai latte, he threw it away, he pushed this man in a pool. Yes. He's like, it starts, he's in a bathtub getting his nails buffed by someone. Yeah. <laughs> someone gives him a latte and he throws it across the parking lot. It's obviously a joke, but it seems like it. there was some truth to it, <laughs> that he actually did joke around like that, and then they had the idea to, I don't know, yeah. make a skit about it. And it's, okay, it's interesting because t- there was this part in that video where there's this girl, she was on the OC, she played a girl named Anna, her, the actress's name is Samira. She, he says, like, if you don't have, if you didn't have a boyfriend, we could blah, blah, blah. And she says, I told you that's not a good idea. It's weird because that's going to come up later, actually. Oh. <laughs> there's, like, a real thing with that. <gasps> weird that it's in this little Get. I know. Wait, who is that girl that he's like talking to? Is it so sh- she, she was on the OC as kind of a minor role or like mm-hmm. a reoccurring star. Um, she played Anna, and Seth Cohen was in kind of a love triangle with her and Rachel's character. Oh my god! And so yeah. in this little bit, she is a boyfriend, but like he's still trying to get with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she did in real life. Oh, okay. And I guess I'll, I'll just say it now, but it'll come up later that that Rachel was actually jealous of her, I guess. Oh. So there was, like, stuff going on. Yeah. And at the um, point in this clip, were Rachel and Seth dating? I don't think so. I'm sorry, not Seth. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> the so name's Adam. Yeah, Adam. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can call them interchangeably. Okay. <laughs> Rachel slash Summer, Adam slash Seth. Yeah, so I just thought that was funny. About meeting Rachel Bilson, Adam said she was super funny, super loose. Obviously, we got along very well, so just very comfortable. I think the dynamic was fun. I knew her only a little before. My first strong memory of her is shooting an early episode, sitting next to each other and talking for a while, and she showed me her iPod and explained to me what it was and how to work it. Mm. Yeah, they didn't date right away. She said she was dating somebody else initially. I don't know what happened to that relationship. I guess it just ended naturally. And Adam said very early on, maybe two or three weeks after the show premiered, I remember someone grabbing me and hooking up with me. And right after she said, welcome to Hollywood. That could seem gross, but I remember it being very innocent and joyful and to never have been repeated. That was the only time I've heard that she was older than me. So... Sounds like he was, like, having fun. Yeah, and, and, and the ladies want him. Yeah, the ladies want him. They really do. And interestingly, he so he was in a band at this time, and Jonah Hill played keyboards in it briefly. Oh, wow. What a and, small world. I know. So random. And Adam said that because of the show, they actually attracted people and could, like, sell out shows. Because mm. people wanted to see Seth Cohen in a band. And... Rachel has said just about the OC and doing it with him. She said, I had to attribute all my confidence as an actor and doing scenes and everything else to Brody. He really taught me how to do it. And it was the best lesson. Working with him was a gift because of how much confidence he gave me. Just believing and doing what you want to do and really going for it. And it was always fun doing a scene with him. So that's her like today saying that. Mm -hmm. But she has said that many times that like she owes everything to him. 
for her acting, which is a lot. But then when did when did they start dating? Like when did the feelings start? Rachel said, I remember she she has shared a lot about this. Yeah, she, has <laughs> she, is. she shared a lot in that book and she has shared a lot on the podcast. Mm. She said, I remember after shooting the scene where I kiss him, which by the way is season one, episode six for anybody wondering. The scene where I kiss him, I remember thinking, do I like Adam? And I remember thinking after work, because I feel like it was the last scene I shot that day, being like, wait, do I like Adam? That's when those wheels started turning. Oh, we've all had those moments when we're like, wait a minute, do I like this person? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's it's hard. Once those wheels start turning, it is hard to turn around. Oh, it was very hard to turn around. (laughs) Sometimes impossible. Yeah. It's almost impossible to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everybody, everybody, okay, maybe not everybody, but lots of people had crushes on Adam Brody. Mm -hmm. Even the woman who played his mom, Kelly Rowan, the actress, said that she was crushing on him while rewatching the show. (laughs) And he told GQ back then, girls always want a hug, and I'm not a very huggy person. I'll be standing at the Grove which is a mall in L.A., Mm -hmm. and there will be an assembly line of girls who all want an embrace like I'm Santa. (laughs) And Rachel mentioned a story about Nikki Hilton wanting to meet him at a club. So people were really attracted to him. And it's just funny because on the show, they act like he's this loser. That's so, yeah. Nobody likes. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody fell for him. TV shows always Um, do that. They'll never cast like an actual loser for those parts. <laughs> Apparently, their feelings for each other slowly grew while filming season one, but especially. So she said that she started thinking about it episode six. Hmm. And then she also said, especially after filming the infamous Tijuana episode, which is episode seven. And she said, it's this weird thing. You have to kiss somebody, and then you're like, wait a minute, does this mean something? So I don't really know, like, what things happened after this i mean they were all hanging out a lot i'm guessing going out and i'm guessing they just you know they got together they kissed Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know what happened but they started dating and everybody on the set knew and seemed to think they were really cute adam has told a story before about how he bought rachel now i don't really know this is in the timeline but he bought rachel a pit bull named penny for her birthday and rachel actually cried (laughs) Because I guess she was overwhelmed and just wasn't really expecting it. And uh, the dog was way really... too big of a gift to get somebody. <laughs> I know. And I think the dog was really more for Adam, but they they kept Penny though. So That's a yeah. big <laughs> gift. I know. On the the O C Welcome to the O C Bitches podcast, Josh Schwartz, who is the O C creator, by the way, he he was the, you know, writer create creator of this show when he was only 26 years old oh my god it's, it's kind of crazy because they were like in their early 20s yeah they're too. basically so they're, all like he was the only same like age. a couple years older yeah yeah and people have said that this kind of because he was so young it was a great thing because he was able to like relate to young people so well but also it was kind of bad because he wanted to be like friends with the stars oh, and yeah. then he would never he would never talk to them as the boss and so then they became kind of disrespectful in a way Mm. and i feel like it led to kind of a chaotic 
setting. Yeah. <laughs> Not too crazy, but we'll get to that, that later. But Josh Schwartz has said that Adam and Rachel are very much like an old married couple, and she agreed, and they talked about how Adam and Rachel would be getting the newspaper, and they would go see matinees and getting bagels, and I don't know. They just seemed like they really quickly clicked and mm-hmm. were having a simple life together. But they still they still went out. Like, I, I saw paparazzi videos of them leaving a club with some other people, and people on the street were yelling, oh, shit, the OC, and they still went out. But yeah. um, she has said that she's described the relationship many times as domesticated and how she's thankful that during this time of being really famous, she's with Adam because it helped her stay grounded and she didn't get pulled into a lot of the drugs and partying going mm. on at the time in L.A. And I almost feel like, I don't know if this is intentional, but her saying that is kind of a dig at Misha Barton, her co-star. Oh, yeah. Um, because she hung out a lot with Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan and all those people, and everybody knew it. And so and it's interesting that Rachel has many times said, yeah, I didn't party and stuff like that. Like, I was just with Adam, so... Yeah, mm, I mean, that would kind of bother me if I was Misha Barton. It's like, oh, I was in a relationship, so like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I know. They have a weird relationship, for mm. sure, her and Misha. As the show went on, everybody became really tired. The seasons were super long, mm-hmm. and the network was really pushing them. Fox ordered 27 episodes <gasps> for season oh one. Oh, my God, that would never happen nowadays. I know. <laughs> 27 shows are like never and they were like like, 10 episodes i know and they were 16 to 18 hour days and they burned through the plot really fast yeah like so much happens in season one that later on because they already did so much it started to get a little bit ridiculous yeah you know with the breaking up back and forth and then introducing all these random side characters and you know it just it's hard to get a little bit soap opera-esque mm-hmm. because there were so many yeah, episodes like, what else can you do yeah and rachel's talked about this really crazy schedule and she said i was 21 years old and had no real responsibilities so it was fine you work all year long essentially but at that age and my boyfriend was on the show it was way easier for me because a lot of my life was there looking back at it it's absolutely It's absolute insanity. I could never do that now. And on the OC, Adam's character, Seth, as I mentioned a little bit before, he had a love triangle with Rachel's character, Mm -hmm. Summer, and then this girl, Anna, who is this quirky alternative type who really Seth had a lot more in common with Anna, probably. And in season one, Rachel's character treats him horribly and talks down to him Mm -hmm. and acts like he's a loser that should be honored to be in her presence but still he loves Rachel's character Summer so he's in this love triangle and Rachel has talked about how she had some jealousy towards the girl who played Anna who's named Samira Armstrong and Rachel said in the OC oral history book I knew Saab Samira before the show We were always friendly, but I think because of the storyline it created this weird underlying competitiveness And I feel like she had a crush on Brody. Mm. She had a boyfriend at the time, but it did feel like sometimes life imitates art. We were always friends and friendly, but there was always this weird undertone. And weirdly, Samira agreed. She said, (gasps) there was definitely that. Not Not necessarily a romantic triangle going on, but it was a triangle for sure. Like, oh, there's my friend with my other friend. They're dating and what? Am I a third wheel? 
But they were the cutest couple. They were so freaking cute. Mm. Wow. I and admire then, Rachel's honesty. I know. She's so open. But yeah, I get that. It's she just like is. She's working really long hour days. I feel like fact and fiction would kind of blur. And if you're trying to be in your yeah. character's mindset and get into the role, like there would you know, be some tension that would develop from just competitiveness over... Like, yeah. honestly, I feel like if I was on a TV show and I was in a love triangle in the show, I would want my character to be the one that the person ends yeah. up with. True. Because otherwise, so true, it would feel like, man. well, what's I, wrong with yeah. my character? Like, and you're, <laughs> you kind of are your character in a way. Yeah, yeah. Why don't they pick mine? Uh, I know. I Something that Adam Brody said, I don't think I included it in my notes recently, but he was saying, I, I think it was maybe in the book, I don't know, that you do get typecast. And of course, there are some actors that can completely transform. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people, he was, <laughs> this might sound bad because some people play bad people, but he was saying that some people do get cast because they kind of are like their characters. Yeah. And he thinks that he does get cast as people that he kind of is like. And so I I can get what you're saying. Like, I think, especially on a show, and they're all young people. Yeah, I think I would feel like, I want yeah, I want to win this love triangle, <laughs> yeah. you know? If your character yeah. ends up with the guy, you kind of get more screen time probably anyway, so. True. Yeah, Anna actually got written off the show eventually. Uh, yeah. So. Yep. It's in a way it might come okay, down to like, so then, am I giving a better performance? Yeah, that I'm, I'm. And so, you want the yeah. viewers to love it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Summer two thousand five was between seasons two and three, so seasons one and two were really successful, mm-hmm. and season two was the one that had Olivia Wilde on it. Um, oh yeah. So between the two seasons, you know. Rachel and Misha were, even though that there's been reports that they didn't get along that well, they have been seen out and about hanging out, and they went to see Adam's band perform. And it's interesting because Misha Barton that summer filmed a movie with Hayden Christensen called Decameron, um, which I find interesting because of things that happen in the future. In summer, that summer, Rachel and Adam were seen out and about together with their pit bull Penny. The one that Adam got and made Rachel cry. But they were also separate a lot. She was filming The Last Kiss with Zach Braff. And he was filming In the Land of Women with Case Stew and Meg Ryan. And so then they come back for season three. And so in the beginning of the show, everybody was super into it. Everybody in the cast, crew, even like the camera guys were reading the scripts. Like the lighting people, everybody was into it and like quoting lines and stuff. But because they had burned through so much plot... And because there was so much pressure from the network and there were too many episodes, like I said, it was kind of becoming like a soap opera. Mm-hmm. And the quality went downhill. And the mood on set on season three was not great. And Adam Brody was clearly not enjoying playing a high schooler in season three. Because, again, they should have been in college by now, but then they just kept them in high school. <laughs> so so the kids really lacked enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And they, they, I think they all were kind of divas. Ben McKenzie, who played Ryan, Adam Brody, Rachel Wilson, Misha Barton, I feel like all of them were not acting the best. And Tate Donovan, he played Jimmy Cooper, one of the dads on the show, and he also dated Jennifer Aniston, fun fact. Oh. Um, 
He directed a few episodes and he talked about how the kids didn't even read the scenes. Like they had no idea what their lines were. Oh my God. And they would say stuff like, yeah, they'd say stuff like, this is bullshit, man. Like, why am I even saying this? It's so stupid. And Adam's disengagement and lack of trying was really palpable. And it actually inspired the writers to write in the plot line that Seth got into smoking weed because Josh Schwartz said, how do we explain his lethargy on screen? Because he was just, like, not talking the way he used to. He was not acting the way he used to. That's so um, interesting. I know. That's kind and of people annoying. do say that Rachel... I know. And people say that Rachel always had a good attitude, but she did once tell Tate Donovan when he was directing, she said, I don't read lines, I smoke pot. It's annoying. So, it's like, it's like a, that's the I show know. that made you famous and like everything is temporary. I don't, I don't know. I get getting sick of any job and maybe you feel stuck and you're like, I don't give a fuck. But like being yeah. an actor is such a luxurious job. Well, an actor at that level to be on TV, probably making a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. So many people would kill I for know. that position. Yeah, it was upsetting to me, especially, you know, Adam Brody was always like a celebrity crush of mine and reading about this I yeah. was like oh <laughs> I also think, kind of annoying I also think it's really admirable when actors still give it their all even when yeah. they're not as into the subject matter guys I you know I hate to say this you know I hate to say it but um <gasps> you know what I'm gonna say yeah yeah i don't know if robert pattinson, robert pattinson. yeah i don't know <laughs> if he was super into twilight once we get to breaking dawn but you better believe yeah. he gave his all in that performance i don't think he, he did i don't think he phoned it in at all he still gave a hundred percent and did such a great job you know when he's mm-hmm. when edward is crying about bella like i know i think that is and, tr- a true testament of a great actor and a great professional yes and someone with great character and mm-hmm. it all connects you know i think that people that really give their all to even like stupid tv movies like that can lead to something yeah you know? exactly you, d- you never know someone's gonna see that and like people will talk about how great of how great your work ethic is or whatever like yeah. yeah, and I, I think that the actors on the OC, they were mad because they were getting offered scripts for movies and stuff, and they had to turn it down because of the OC, um, which I can kind of get, but I almost feel like if they had put in a little more, maybe they would have gotten offers after the OC ended. Exactly. Eee, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so true. Because also, it's like, um, if you think the show sucks, it's not going to be any better if you're not putting in effort yeah i mean look at that guy on riverdale this year he's been he's been like in talks for being nominated for stuff um the movie made december like people said that about that show that it was kind of a joke and then you know he did a great job so i mean adam brody has he's had a career but Mm -hmm. it just sounded like they they got a little arrogant yeah um, about it and he he made it really clear he didn't like the show anymore he actually said that he let his scripts pile up outside his dressing room to show that he hadn't read them that's really that's kind of unattractive to i me. know i know Ugh. and rachel said about this here's the thing about brody even half his effort is still genius which is frustrating because you're like dude you can just phone it in and still be you which is admirable in a way but there were definitely times it was like 
dude, suck it up. It was a hard、mm-hmm. thing for me because on one side, it's my boyfriend, on the other side, it's my co star. So, how do you balance that? Yeah. And about the show, Adam said, people really liked Seth and Summer together, which is great. So, then the break, they break up for a year. Break them up for two years, really Ross and Rachel it. And instead, I felt like we were in this sitcom where every episode we break up in the beginning over some misunderstanding. And then it'd be a comedic thing of me trying to get her back. And then I would by the end, which was enjoyable. And like I said, I wasn't dying to do the melodrama. I was happy to do the light stakes comedy. But it felt like, in terms of stretching a dramatic storyline out to make people care, not just from the beginning of the episode to the end, but to make them really invested in that long haul, it sapped some of the power from potentially doing that. So, yeah, I don't know. He、mm. was just unhappy with it. So, we've talked about this before. This is a hard couple to actually find stuff of during the time. Like, there were no. I went back and did the archives of. Time stamps and could not find many actual online articles, but I did find one from February 2006 on Fox that just had like random goings on about celebrities. And it said, Adam Brody and Rachel Bilson of the OC, this is February 2006, dined together on Saturday night looking a bit glum at the great eatery Luke's in West Hollywood. They were the youngest people in the restaurant and seemed like they wanted to be anywhere else in the world. April 2006, Rachel told teen people, we always have a lot to talk about and we tell each other everything. I feel like I have everything now. The dog, the house, the job, and him. I can't ask for anything more. So, okay, this article said they looked unhappy, but you know, that can happen anytime to anyone. And then she tells teen people that she has everything. So... Seems like it's going well. September 2006, Rachel began filming the movie Jumper, which also stars Hayden Christensen, the actor who's knowing, known for playing Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars, and he's her love interest in the movie. Okay, so keep that in mind. So、okay. she's filming that the rest of fall 2006 and early into winter 2006. And then December 5th, 2006. So, this would be like just about when she stops filming this movie. It was reported that Rachel and Adam had broken up. Oh, no. But they still had more to film <gasps> of the OC. Oh, they're really going to phone it in now. <laughs> and in January 2007, okay, so this is like a month later, it was announced that the OC had been canceled. Okay, that's a relief if you're one of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the last episode ever would air February 22nd, 2007. The season was cut short.、Mm, wow. It's an odd coincidence that they broke up right before. Yeah, maybe there、it? was writing on the wall. Yeah. But it sucks. That's I know. I was wondering. I couldn't see their relationship develop beyond the show. I know. Just a lot to think about here. Um, Maybe they knew it was ending anyway. And, you know, kind of like how high school. S- Couples or even college、yeah. couples, like graduation's coming up soon, and they kind of know that, like, okay, I don't think we're gonna get married, so yeah, like, let's you know, start、what? a new chapter, yeah, yeah, okay. So, apparently, they had already filmed a lot of season four, which was the last season, but they still had to do the spoiler, skip head. They still had to do the wedding after they broke up. Oh my gosh, that's like Gossip Which Girl. Which is the same, the same exact thing happened on Gossip Girl. <laughs> is this fake? Like, what is going on? That would kill me if I went through a breakup with someone. I know. And then I had to film a pretend wedding with them. 
I know. I'd be throwing up. Oh, that my is crazy. God. Me too. It's so strange. Do you have that a that sense? Happened on Gossip Girl do you have too. a sense who broke up with who, or does it seem like it was mutual? Okay, so I, mm, so it's known that shortly, or maybe not that shortly, but sometime after they broke up, Rachel started dating her co-star from that movie, Hayden Christensen. Okay. And she dates him for like 10 years and they have a kid together. So it's um, a serious relationship. And it's funny, a lot of articles say that they met in 2007 or 2008 on the set of Jumper, but no, it was filmed in 2006. And it's a known thing that she filmed it during the OC. It was 2006. So I felt like such a little like <laughs> sleuth, like... <laughs> You guys are wrong. I know it was 2006. (laughs) And so it's just interesting. You know, like, she was still with Adam, supposedly, while she filmed that movie. Did she leave Adam for him? Or, you know, I kind of also get the sense that Adam was kind of done with the whole OC, and maybe he was kind of just ready to, like, move on. So I'm not really sure who ended it. Yeah, could it be she left Adam for him, or he was a shoulder to cry on after Adam broke up with her? Or maybe it was just mutual, and they were both, like... Yeah, it's over. Let's Maybe. find new people. I know. I'm so curious about mutual breakups because I personally have never experienced one. I guess that's so a question for it. the audience. But Can a breakup yeah. ever truly be mutual? I know. I don't get it. I don't know. I, think I could see maybe if you just had like a huge fight and you just both are so mad at each other for some reason. Yeah, but. and you both are like, okay, this is it. But yeah. if you had a fight, you might think that the other one is more responsible for the fight. I don't know. Right. Right. I know. Yeah, we should ask people this at some point. Yeah, I don't think... Isn't there a song by the script, When a Heart Breaks, It Never Breaks Even or something? Is that what that means? Oh, yeah. I don't think... I think in any breakup... No, it don't break even. Yeah, I think in any breakup, there's always somebody who is a little bit more upset. Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to do when the best part of me was always always you? you. What am I supposed to say when I'm I'm all choked up and you're okay? Oh, that's is that the 2000s. I'm falling to pieces. That might be the 2010s. Uh, it might be like yeah, it might be 2010 or something. Falling to pieces. What is up with the script? I know. Where have they been? I don't know. Well, a lot of people speculated. A lot of people thought that Seth and Summer, their characters' chemistry was off in season four. Yeah. And a source close to the pair told people at the time it was a typical romance and they just grew apart. They've been on and off for a while now. Oh. Oh. About the wedding scene, Rachel said, We had broken up and it's the end of the show. So many things coming to an end at the same time. It was really bizarre. When you're that age, you think you're going to be with that person forever. And I remember feeling like I don't want to wear something that I would ever wear for my own wedding. That feels weird because we just broke up. Mm. I was like, give me a dress I would never want to wear. So they did. And I guess she kind of when she's walking down the aisle, she sticks out her tongue at Adam. Oh, yeah. But I guess that was something that she. That's really cute. It is, but I guess it's something that she just kind of added in, and they kept it in. Mm. And no, it seems flirty, and I think it was flirty, but also her being maybe a little uncomfortable and, like, not unable to take it seriously, you know? Yeah. And she said, I remember on one of the last days of filming the show, just feeling so sad and being close to Adam, sitting on his lap and going through all these emotions, which is interesting because they weren't together anymore, but... Apparently she was still sitting on his lap. 
trauma is that like in between I, when people break up but they're still yeah. hanging out all the time that's tough oh i feel like i'd be losing it if i was her also i don't know if she had like another job lined up i'd be kind of i'd be freaked out you know like what is my life now i know not only are you going no. through a breakup but a significant career change too Mm-hmm. After the breakup, there was a TMZ article. <laughs> Sorry, kind of trashy, I know, but it said the OC's Adam Brody, who recently split from Rachel Bilson, was spotted with Kirsten Dunst. Oh, interesting. And Melinda Clark, who played Julie Cooper on the show, said about Adam Rachel. Adam and Rachel said they were the couple that everyone, everything revolved around outside the show. They just seemed to fit, and they were adorable together. At the end, there were a few eye rolls here and there in season four, but they were really sweet. I think there was a real nice connection. Oh, <laughs> these are the other two stars. Um, there's real nice connection with Ben and Misha in the beginning, and maybe not so much at the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everyone just feeling everything left yeah. and right. I love it. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah, so she started dating Hayden Christensen. And interestingly, after they had broken up, Adam still worked on a project with Rachel's dad. They co-wrote a comic book miniseries called The Red Menace. Oh. Red Menace. I know. I wonder if it's they had been talking so about I'm, that previously. Probably. Seems like he was close to her parents, though, for that to happen. Must have been serious. Um, Yeah. So time passed. You know, she dated Hayden seemingly off and on for 10 years, and they had a daughter together, and then Adam married Leighton Meester, who played Blair on Gossip Girl, and they have two kids. And then this Welcome to the OC Bitches podcast happened in 2021, and I've already shared a lot of things that Rachel said on it, but... So it's a rewatch show with Rachel and Melinda Clark. And throughout the show, they're watching each episode and talking about it. And obviously her ex-boyfriend is in every single episode that they're Mm -hmm. watching. And she does make a lot of references to the fact that she dated him. I mean, I remember when I was listening to it, I wanted more. Like, I was always dying for her to say more. But she would acknowledge it a lot about how it was kind of awkward. And on the podcast, she talked about how she saw Anna... Remember that love triangle yeah. character go in? So I guess the actress, actress Samira, went in to go kiss Seth. <laughs> the names. <laughs> and she said, I see Samira like slip tongue and I'm watching it and she slipped the tongue and I get transported back to 18 years ago and I get a little jealous. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing slipping tongue in the mouth? There's no tongue in television. <laughs> so that's funny. And then, so on the podcast, they have guests pretty much every episode of who are people from the OC, whether they were actors or directors or writers or costume people. Like, they have people from the show on on the podcast. And, you know, the whole time the show, you know, as the episodes go by, you're wondering, are they going to have Adam Brody on the show? I mean, he's the star. <laughs> like, come on. But, you know, there's that weird thing because that's her ex. And a while goes by, he's not on the show, but then he finally was on the show, the Adam Brody episode. They did a two-parter. Oh, my God. And, yep. The and people who shipped <laughs> them at one point in time must have been going crazy. Yeah. 
I mean, I was going crazy. Like, I, I, I wasn't even watching it like mm-hmm. while it was live, but it's just crazy to see them talking to each other. And uh, I hope they're not listening. It was a little awkward at times. Was it? <laughs> I was gonna say they must be yeah. so moved on that it's no big deal. Okay, so first of all, she talked to People Magazine. She did, like, a video interview, and she talked about how she asked Adam. And I do really appreciate how open she's been. I really appreciate Mm. that. Because she was really honest. She said that she was nervous, and she didn't think he would do it, and that she texted him and said, I guess she had another dog from the OC days named Thurman, and she texted him, like, Thurman died. You have to come on the show. Oh, my God. What a guilt trip. <laughs> I know. I know. But he said yes. Yeah, probably because she guilt tripped him. And she said that they talked about having him on to watch the episode where they lost their virginity together, the one, the clip that I showed you guys at the beginning. Mm. But then they decided it was too awkward, yeah. so they didn't do that. And he came on for a later episode. And so I just I wrote down a bunch of little quotes from it of things that she said or he said well one at one point she said i was never better than when i was acting with you (laughs) and adam goes oh that's so sweet (laughs) and she told this story about how there was this plot line where adam's character seth and i think ryan the other character were going to las vegas but rachel was not in this episode her character had nothing to do with it she wasn't supposed to be there but she told the showrunner, Josh, she said, Josh, Brody is not going to Vegas without me. So she made him write her into the script. <laughs> and and she said, like, I had to be everywhere because I had to be everywhere you were because I was this young girlfriend with a very successful, famous, crush-worthy boyfriend. Mm. And he just kind of, like, chuckled along. <laughs> like, it felt a little nervous, a little awkward to me. Well, especially if they're um, both with new people at this point, like... If I was Lee and yeah. I'd be kind of, I don't know, she's probably really secure, but. Well, here's the thing. She, I'm pretty sure, Rachel, I hope you're not listening. I'm pretty sure she was single. Mm, yeah. Her and Hayden were no longer t- together. She was dating Bill Hader briefly, but I don't, I mean, she could have been seeing someone that we don't know about, but. Didn't she give an interview saying that the Bill Hader breakup was like the worst breakup ever? Yeah, I think so. She was, like, gutted by that. It was very brief as well. I know. So I could, maybe she was, you know, feeling nostalgic for Adam Brody. Yeah. But it is inappropriate because he's married. Yeah. And um, he says that he doesn't, okay, it's like kind of sad because she's talking so much about this Vegas thing. And he says he doesn't remember anything about it. And she goes, she says, like, oh, yeah, I also don't remember anything. And she says, we make a great pair. We should just rehash but then I think she gets cut off. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, let's make it, let's <laughs> wind it back, Rachel. <laughs> and then she randomly tells a story about how um, the creator Josh Schwartz was trying to get Adam a stripper in Vegas. She's like, "Remember when Josh was trying to get you a stripper?" And he says, "Uh, no, I don't remember that." <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's trying to get a stripper. And I was like, no. And he acts like he doesn't remember at all. <laughs> and then she says, didn't you give me this advice about going on a talk show? And he goes, oh, I don't think so. And then she says this like bit of advice she recalls, he said. And he's like, oh, yeah, maybe I did say that. Um, oh, my god. It, it was a little sad. Like, I feel like she 
even though I had said earlier she doesn't remember a lot of things, she did remember a lot of things about him, and he kind of acted like he didn't remember. Mm, <sighs> that, that is heartbreaking. I was thinking about that the other yeah. day, just, in just remembering a past relationship, where I feel like, mm. in hindsight, something that makes me realize it wasn't meant to be is I would remember all these moments and, like, recall them to him, and... Yeah, he had no recollection of them. I'm like, wow, these moments are like so significant in my memory of like a story that I had built up in my head or kind of nothing. Yeah, (sighs) that is empathize, and it's really. I mean, obviously it's a TV show, but it's really different from the OC because one big plot line about the OC is that Seth has always remembered this poem that Mm. Summer recited in like sixth grade and that that's when he fell in love with her because her hand shook while she recited the poem and it's like I wish I was a mermaid and it's like this whole thing that like Seth always remembered everything about Summer and so that's sad that Adam Brody doesn't remember anything well not 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 nothing but (sighs) so are we gonna watch a clip from this episode they actually Put it behind, like, a paywall. It used to not be, but um, I don't know why they... Hey, you know, we get it. it. Yeah, we get it. We get it. We do it, too. I understand. <laughs> they make it kind of hard, though. It's like some weird network thing you have uh, to sign up for. Odd. Like, one of those podcast networks. Yeah. Um, But I did... I mean, it wasn't like he was totally closed off. I did think that they were both joking around and like making faces and mm-hmm. both being i don't know maybe just like a little reminiscent somewhat flirty and they were talking about guest stars like oh who was your favorite guest star and she brought up olivia wilde out of nowhere and said i remember you had a crush on olivia wilde and i was so mad but i had a crush on her too so i understand <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I think one awkward thing is they're talking about the TV show, but the relationship is coming up. I feel like if I was Leighton Meester, I'd feel more comfortable. Like, let's keep it to the show, you know? I know it's hard not to talk yeah. about the relationship, but... Yeah. I hope that they talked on the phone or something a little bit before this, because I was thinking to myself, oh my god, imagine if my first reunion with an ex was on a podcast. Recorded for people to listen to. Recorded. Yeah. I mean, obviously I would be like, well, first of all, I would be like, oh my gosh, well, sorry about how I behaved back then. Or I don't know, like, I don't know, like, let's like rehash the whole end of our relationship. (laughs) What happened? I don't, ugh. I hope that they talked otherwise because that would be really intense. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do that for entertainment. But this other part where she said, did I turn you on to Springsteen? (laughs) He goes, I I remember you were so into Springsteen. I'm still kind of eh. And he, he said that I remember your dad liked him. And then Adam said, I like some songs, you know, but in general, it's too earnest for me. Well, I don't know. I like some earnest stuff. I'm just not a Springsteen head. And then Rachel just goes, hmm. <laughs> Was Springsteen in the episode or something that they're talking about? <laughs> I don't know. 
And poor Melinda Clark. I felt like she kept having to segue away from these random comments. I forgot comments. somebody like, else was there. Yeah, oh, she was. Yeah. So she would be. She would keep bringing it back to the episode. She's like, all right, back to the episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. So oh what did gosh. you guys think of this scene? I almost feel like if you're Rachel Bilson, you're like newly single. You're talking to your like hot, attractive ex like on the podcast. Like, yeah. You might get like way too excited to be like, let's I know. <laughs> reconnect. I would. Yeah. But he also, he acknowledged that he wasn't as appreciative as he should have been. Mm, And, well, let me, I'm skipping ahead. But he said he's embarrassed by a lot of the things he did back then. And that it was gross that he let it be known how much he disliked the script. And he said, I definitely treated the work disrespectfully at that point. And that it wasn't cool. So Mm. at least, at least he acknowledges that now. Yeah, and then she she did keep mentioning things like he was on Watch What Happens Live with, um, is it Andy Cohen? Yeah. And she said, didn't they ask you about kissing me? <laughs> Rachel, why are you asking that? What did he um, say? Well, I think it, what happened on the show was they asked, like, who did you like kissing more? Oh, yeah. Rachel Bilson or Olivia Wilde. Yeah. And I think he did say Rachel Bilson because I was dating her. Mm. Which he had to say, obviously. Um, yeah, if I was and, late in me, like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with this. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so those, those were the highlights I thought from his episode, and I, I listened to, I was genuinely into this podcast. It, it's not on anymore because they finished their rewatch, but um, on the last episode when they watched the end of the show, Melinda Clark, her co, co-host, said, "I felt like I was watching Rachel and Adam." She said on their wedding day, which is kind of a weird thing to what? say, but That's so weird. Um, I know. And apparently, Rachel, when she watched the Seth Summer wedding, she texted Josh Schwartz and said, "Oh, life," and said that it was bringing up so much again. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. So today, you know, they are not together. He's with Leighton Meester, as we said, and. She she definitely still has I don't know what he thinks. I mean he's married so he I think needs to keep his cards close and that's a good thing, but she definitely still talks about him a lot. Even ten months ago she did this video for Entertainment Weekly where she went through all her roles in her career and she talked about how she felt like she was able to in the OC go from guest star to star in role because she made Josh Schwartz laugh and was in Josh Schwartz's good graces, but she also said, also chemistry is everything, and I think the scenes they were writing for Seth and Summer really helped. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like little comments like that, like, oh well, we had great chemistry. Like she just has to mention that. So I don't know. I suspect there might be a little bit of lingering feelings on her side, but Yeah. I mean, but at this maybe point, I'm too, just it's been like too what, far like into it. Thirteen years later. Oh yeah. Fourteen. Yeah. So I'm sure there's lingering feelings the way those years of your life like will always have s- such a special place in your heart but like mm-hmm. you grow so much in that time too that it's like you can never really go back and be that person and be with that person the way you were at that point so no. it doesn't totally yeah. mean anything it doesn't it doesn't it's just fun for us viewers yeah. but <laughs> I do wish them the best uh, I think Adam is more professional today. So. She's adorable. She's so gorgeous. I love how open I know. she is. I feel like she's yeah. like, I hate to say this, like she's like an okay actress. 
I've never yeah. been like wowed by. I feel like she'll probably never win like an Oscar. Maybe same no. for him as well. I mean, definitely same. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be shocked. I'd be shocked. I mean, I really, I do like them both. Even though Adam, he did seem a bit dickish, but I do have a soft spot for both of them. But I agree. I was reading a lot of comments and a lot of people's thoughts and stuff online, and a lot of people agree that they're not, like, the best actors. I think they're good, but it's... He kind of plays himself. Yeah, it's weird they were so arrogant about being on the show because it's, like, I feel like that show is, like, what their skill set is best for. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And... You kind of talked this, talked about this in the Glee episode, but the writers really brought in a lot of their own personalities to the characters. Mm. Like, a lot of things that they liked, they made the characters like. So, I mean, I was thinking about this. Like, sometimes people, I think, are acting, they're totally being a different person, and then sometimes people are just kind of acting like different emotions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel <laughs> like I get that I sense know. from this show but also i'm not an actor so yeah i shouldn't talk but (laughs) but yeah that's basically adam brody and rachel bilson oh thank you kel for leading us through that that was so fun thanks thanks for listening i thought this was gonna be way longer but i did skip it wasn't that long (laughs) who are we talking about (laughs) next week i know next week oh yeah mel knows Mm -hmm. Next week, we are revisiting somebody somebody that we have talked about before, a music legend, and it's another relationship in this person's life. Mm-hmm. I guess that's all I'll say. And if you have a guess, tell us. And we always ask people to guess on our Instagram on Tuesdays, pretty much. So, yeah. And thank you guys guys for listening. Yep, thank you. And we'll get back together next week. Is your heart filled with pain? Shall I come back again? Tell me.